lifelong dream of being famous and doing our own little podcast thingy here. Wait, it's only been about a couple weeks that we came up with this idea, but I'm really happy that I got my best friend, good buddy, Mark Metcalf with me. This is Eric Johnson. This is our very, very first, the initial podcast of horse racing banter. Mark, welcome. Thanks, buddy. This is exciting. It is. It's going to be a lot of fun. So this, uh, yeah, here we go. Uh, we've talked about doing this for years, and uh, Eric and I go way, way back, a gazillion years, and we've both been uh, big horse racing fans ever since we, as young bucks, uh, got our our first taste of it at the Near and Dear yeah, when we first met, when you uh, came came to Schwab and we met, we didn't really like each other that much, but we did have one connection. We could talk about horse racing. Right, and that's kind of the way it is now. I'm not particularly <laughs> fond of you, but we do like horse racing. Exactly, exactly. Well, I um, uh, this is great. I, uh, I think we should... Uh, let everybody out there know uh, a little bit about our um, horse racing history, and um, uh, so I'll uh, I'll get started. I mean, my the way I got into it was kind of a, a strange way. I was just a little boy, and I, I remember it vividly. And I was laying in the living room floor, just reading something, and my my dad walked in and said that he and his mom and some friends were going to the track. They were going to Long Acres, and he wanted me to pick a horse any horse in this particular race. And he would bet $2 to win on that horse for me. So I chose a horse, they leave. And I didn't really think too much more about it. And then he comes home and hands me $6 and 10 cents and says, oh your God. horse won. And I thought two to one. <laughs> exactly. And so even back then I was betting favorites, but uh, I thought, huh, I'm intrigued. <laughs> Tell me more about this horse racing. Probably from a gambling perspective, probably the worst thing that could happen is you win your first race. But um, yeah, it's that like was the it. guy who uh, who uh, makes money on his first option trade, right? Right, right. And then from there, you know, it's just you get to uh, learn a little bit more about horse racing, and then you really delve in and recognize, frankly, that it's. Not about really, I mean, the money's always going to be part of it. The, the thrill of the, the gambling and so forth, to be sure. But really just the, the pageantry, the, 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 the beauty of it all, the horses, just, oh God, everything. It just, uh, I, I was just hook, line and sinker. And then going out to Longacres with my father and my friend DJ Floyd and, and the whole thing. And if I couldn't list, go to the track, listening to them on the radio, which is what they, they did back then. Um, and just hearing all the, you know, the Trooper 7 and Chinook Pass and, oh, my God, it was just, uh, it was just beautiful. But uh, 
And I miss that. Yeah, track. It, I miss it, it. it really is. It really is a connection to the past. And I, uh, I was watching a sea biscuit, uh, video, the, the match race with, um, I think it was man of war war admiral and war admiral. That's right. That's right. That's why we have you here. <laughs> the, the, uh, announcer was talking about all the people that was at, uh, Pimlico, but the, uh, he made the statement that one and three radios were, were one in three people in the United States were tuned in via radio listening to that match race. And, yeah. you know, I know it was, it was a radio was a big thing back there and this was good content to, you know, to have such a underdog working man's horse sea biscuit. But, you know, those are the kinds of, you know, anecdotes that we're going to share throughout the, the time here, you know, the, the fun little things from the past, our situations. Yeah. Are you baiting me with that? I am. I am. <laughs> with the, the antidote. It's anecdote, dude. Anecdote. Get it straight. Yeah. Okay. The, uh, the, the, uh, the sea biscuit thing. Yeah. They, it, it was a different time, right? I mean, I love the fact that there is, um, you know, online wagering and so forth and you can just bet from your home or whatever but there's just no substitute to to going to the uh the track and unfortunately a lot of smaller tracks are struggling but uh you know back then when just uh, training uh in the workouts they had 40,000 at Pimco watching Seabiscuit and um, yeah you know now it's and I I I went to Pimlico. I was on a, last year I was on a business trip out to Baltimore and I took a spin out to uh, Pimlico just to, uh, well, for two reasons, uh, just because, right. And because Pimlico was the, the side of, uh, of course the 73 Preakness with, uh, with Secretariat where he put in that big move around the first, the first, the first turn. And I just, uh, had to take a little selfie. (laughs) Nice. And for those of you who haven't seen it, Google it. You know, it's just remarkable. Um, yeah, so my anyway. my connection to to horse racing came kind of twofold. Of course, you know they would have ABC's Wide World of Sports, which was really the only place in the in the early seventies where we would get any kind of you know uh, sports kind of uh, shows beyond baseball that was um, you know playing on TV, but. Really, it was it was kind of the gambling side of thing that kind of lured me in. I had money sure. at a young age, you know, doing paper routes, started kids around the neighborhood doing craps and playing cards and things like that. And I just loved the thrill of it. And then when I could merge those two, it was just fantastic. And and like you, my my dad went out to the Long Acres and my grandfather with him was with him and Grandpa Don couldn't bet on any horse unless it was 50 to one and, and over. So I know later on, we're going to, we're going to have a little special segment for long shots. And, um, you know, I always think of that in terms of my, my grandfather, because he, uh, he went out there one time with my dad and, and bet on a 65 to one shot and (laughs) and the thing came in. And of course my dad was just, you know, shaking his head. It just takes once. It takes once. That's, Kelly's yeah. the same way. My wife just—you'll uh, never catch that girl betting on a favorite. It's just not in her nature. So, but but I've yeah, seen her win but, some you know, big ones. When I 
when I turned, you know, 16, 17, I was regularly going out to, to long acres and, you know, they didn't care if you were betting really. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll talk more and more about our, our stories from long acres. Cause that was such a fantastic place. You know, I was thinking last night about how we would drive out just for the ninth and 10th races, because at that point they wouldn't charge you admission. So right? everybody That's would exactly queue right. up queue up after the eighth race went by the horses would literally go by on the eighth race and the gates would open and this group of people who were only going to bet the feature race the ninth right. race, and then the exacta in the 10th yeah would, would pour in there and um you know two races to to win your nut and now we've been to uh a number of uh, outstanding tracks around the country and been to the Derby and, and Breeders' Cup. And it's just been a, a lifelong love of, uh, of this sport, um, uh, working through the, uh, the challenges of it, uh, the ongoing challenges of it, still loving it. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll talk so much more about that. And we'll Throughout this podcast, we'll share our memories and stories, but also um, we will certainly uh, preview uh, coming races. And uh, the reason we're doing getting started now with this is we've got the Breeders' Cup coming up, um, the fifth and sixth, and uh, we'll definitely have our picks for each race and share those with you and our perspective. Um, but also. You know, going forward, we'll have um, we're going to try to bring on guests, and uh, we'll have special segments. We'll uh, maybe try to answer some questions from our listeners, and maybe have some trivia, um, all kinds of things. So this is wide open, and it's so exciting. And we're just uh, thank you, Eric, for we we talk about this every year as we're listening to other people do their you know, Derby predictions and, and Breeders Cup oh predictions. Oh my God, too. And, and they're so boring. And, you know, <laughs> that's, that's why, you know, we, we embrace this banter format because really you listen to some of those yahoos and it's like, come on, dudes, get a personality. Not that we're not yahoos. Oh no, we're yahoos. We are. <laughs> and everybody needs to know that going into this. But we'll do our uh, we'll do our level best to give you our thoughts as we go through the the races, and um, um, we'll talk about you know how we're going to bet it, and uh, uh, so and we'll agree all the time on how we're going to bet it. Won't oh, we? of course, of course. <laughs> you know what's funny is you know we'll we'll take a look at a race, and you and I we we've done this a gazillion times. We'll go through the race and we'll say, okay, who do you like? It's like, boom, boom, boom. And then it'll be like, yeah, me too. Now, which order and how we're going to bet it? And you'll do your 15-horse try, <laughs> try box. <laughs> but uh, um, I no. draw the line at six. Come yeah. on. <laughs> I think I've seen seven before. Anyway, um, so – uh, this is just about having fun. And, uh, again, we're gonna, you're gonna hear our picks uh, for better or for worse, and you can keep track of it. That's the disappointing thing. The scary things we're gonna have to start keeping track of our picks and, and go on record, but, uh, so be it. And, uh, but we're just going to try to get fun. better. We'll probably get better because of that. You know, we'll, we'll just have to really dial it in and focus and, 
I'm excited about, you know, upping my handicapping game and really focusing in on, you know, like you said, some accountability around, hey, this is who you're picking and, and you know, well, you suck or, wow, that was a great pick. I mean, last year, you know, I jumped on your bandwagon when we were, we were in um, uh, Santa Anita for the, the Breeders' Cup, which was a fantastic two days of racing. Great, great, great two days. We had a great little box. We were, you know, just past the quarter pole. If you ever have a chance to go to a Breeders' Cup, you got to do it. Because if you have any love for horse racing, it is the... It is the mega, uh, the Super Bowl, the World Championships. You know, I I, I look at the Triple Crown as kind of like the college, you know, championships. But gosh, the 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 breadth of different kinds of horses that come and and race in the in the uh, Breeders' Cup. That's why you know, like you said, we're getting started for for this time period because on November 6th and 7th is the Breeders' Cup this year. And um, within the next you know few days, we're going to start putting out two or three race kind of 10-minute podcasts given our picks and the reasons why. And um, you know, I'm really looking forward to you know, doing it seriously on an ongoing basis, as opposed to just kind of, you know, over time kind of watching races and things like that. Yeah. And, uh, I agree on the, uh, the, the breeder's cup. I mean, if you can, uh, if you have an interest in horse racing, uh, 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 you know, more than just the passing interest, if you really love horse racing, you got to put it up there on your list of things to do. It is fantastic. And, um, you know, the triple crown, as Eric was saying, is, um, uh, it's great, you know, but it's three-year-olds and, um, uh, the, the breeder's cup is every one of those horses is a champion and any of them can win. And remember the, for crying out loud, the, 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 uh, the couple years, uh, before, um, when we went to Del Mar for the Breeders' Cup, and that was incredible. I don't think a favorite hit the board. Maybe like yeah, yeah. Um, I, I can't even uh, Uncle Roy or something. I, I, that was the first one to hit, you know. And uh, these long, the deep long shots were coming yeah. in. Well, you that get great horses at great prices, and yeah, you know the. The pace settings, you know, where where you actually get some speed in a race and not let a favorite just kind of lope along, you know, it it really makes for good races. And right. when that happens, I think more long shots come in. Um, I think this year, you know, lends itself to some of that in some of the races. So that'll that'll be pretty cool. It's always uh, it's always fun to to throw a little money on a a, a deep long shot. In fact, we're probably going to have a regular feature called "Put a Cookie on It." <laughs> um, it's a little term my brother Don uh, always banter's around, saying, uh, "Well, I got to put a cookie on that," which means different things to different people. For most, it's going to be a two dollar bet to win, and um, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have yeah. a lot of great content um aside from picking horses um last year's breeders cup was was a lot of fun because i piggybacked on your one of your probably favorite horses of all time matoli matoli yes definitely if you uh 
are pulling these podcasts from our, our little uh, website that that uh, we're posting these to. You'll see, um, you know, the the picture, uh, our picture of our from our box at Santa Anita, and also I think was that your ticket for a hundred dollars to win on Matoli? No, or was that I mine? had more. That was yours. Oh, okay. I I'm went. Uh, I went down there to bet that horse, and I I bet him. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, great. I followed that horse. Matoli's such a great horse, and oh my yeah. god, I did. Mo- did Matoli retire? Mm-hmm. He did. Uh, he did. He had that horse was tough, gritty, um, flexible, everything, and um, he just uh, they shortened him up for the the sprint, and he still pulled it off. And he that horse. Some horses have a nose for the wire and some don't. And he did. God, I love that horse. Yeah. There was um, a lot of grace races last year. Bricks and oh, mortar bricks came and mortar. through. Blue prize. You nailed blue oh, prize. Oh, man. That was my pick of the day. Yeah. That was, great that was a lot of fun. But the thing about the Breeders' Cup is not only – I mean, there are – and some people don't know. There are two days. And now the first day is for the, the future stars, the, the young horses, the two-year-olds – um, and that, uh, that's great too. And that's the derbies are all three-year-olds, mostly, uh, Colts. Uh, sometimes you get a filly in there, but, um, but, uh, the, the breeders cup, we've got two-year-olds, we've got three-year-olds, we've got older horses, we've got fillies and mares, we've got turf and dirt and you get them from all over the country and, and the top jocks are in town to ride. I mean, obviously, and, uh, it's just, it's just thrilling. And, Every race is a championship race, and Bobby Flay's there. <laughs> yeah, we saw Bobby. I mean, he acted all weird, like he didn't know who I was. You know, I said, hey, "I know what is going on." I don't know. And what was so funny about him? He had like a eighteen-year-old girlfriend with him. It Careful, was, it was... easy, easy. <laughs> well, we think she was eighteen. <laughs> We're going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Um, anyway, so uh, we're excited. We hope that we can uh, do you some some good out there and help you uh, maybe with some bets, maybe just to enjoy the sport a little bit more and um, and just have a lot of fun with it. So there you have it. Horse racing banter. We can't wait. Very excited. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun. I think we'll be bring a lot of you know, real, real great history. You know, we'll take hard looks at different things like online betting, different tracks, you know, obviously all the races, but like Mark said, we're just, we're just going to have fun with this. Um, and you know, nothing's too serious about, you know, what we're trying to do here, but it's going to be a lot of fun. Agreed. Okay, Mark, we'll, uh, we'll be setting up some races for the juveniles where we're going to start taking a look at, you know, two or three races at a time and keep these uh, podcasts moving. You know, this one's, uh, you know, our kind of intro, so probably be, you know, 20 minutes or so. Um, but the, the future ones probably be in that 10 to 15 minute race, unless we have a special subject that we're going to cover. So um, hopefully people will enjoy these and um, it's going to be a lot of fun. You bet. Time to dig in. <laughs>